0: Well, good morning. Grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's good to see you here today. Uh, Today we're ending a sermon series that has been titled, The Good News About Death. And what we've been doing is we've been looking at some of the lectionary passages and what they have to say about life and what they have to say about death. Today our passage of Scripture is Psalm 90. And the title of the sermon is Counting the Days. Counting the Days. Now recently I've been counting the days in lots of different reasons. For lots of different reasons and in lots of different ways. First and foremost, as soon as I finish the sermon today, I am leaving and my family and I are going to drive to Nashville and we're going to fly to Orlando and we're going on a Disney cruise this week. In fact... The length of this sermon may determine whether we make our flight or not. (laughs) Well, a friend of ours from Ole Miss, a friend of mine, invited us to go on this trip. We're really looking forward to it. When we found out that we were going to go, we realized that we needed to get Liliana a a passport. And so I don't know if you know anything about passports lately, but the processing time that they say is 7 to 10 weeks. And then they're quick to point out that that's not counting the mailing time. So it doesn't count the time that it takes for your application to get to the Department of State. And for them to process it is 7 to 10 weeks. And then the time that it takes to get it back to you. So they suggest that you add another 4 weeks, 2 weeks for it to get to them two weeks for it to return. So we have been counting the days since we applied for her passport, hoping that that passport would arrive. And thanks be to God, it came in the mail. And so we're going to be able to take our trip. But we were counting the days. Another way that I've been counting the days is I'm one of those believers that your house needs to be decorated for Christmas no later than the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And I said, no later. It can come earlier. I'm fine with that. But it has to be decorated by the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Well, since we're going to be gone all this week, that meant that we needed to get the house decorated for Christmas. And I go a little over the top. There is a Christmas tree in every room of my house, okay? And so I was counting the days that I had left before this trip to get those trees out of the attic, to get them put up and to get them decorated. I am pleased to report that we got all of those trees decorated so that when we come back from our cruise, it will be a lot like Christmas in the Ward household. Speaking of counting the days, did you know that you only have 36 days left until Christmas? And you better get a move on. I went to buy a gift two weeks ago and was told that it is already out of stock and probably won't be back in stock before Christmas arrives. You've got 36 days. You better pay attention and get your shopping done early. And speaking of counting your days, did you know that there's a website that will give you the approximate date of your death? Oh, come on, you knew this was a sermon about death and life? You knew that sooner or later the sermon illustration was going to take a sharp turn, didn't you? I guess I could do like Bernie Sanders. (laughs) You never know what's coming out of Jim Clarty's mouth, do you? There's actually a website that tells you of the approximate day that you will die. You have to know when you go to this website, it's convertunits.com in case you're wondering, you need to know, first of all, that the average American lives to be 78.56 years. Now, how many of you here this morning are willing to admit that you're older than 78? How about that? I knew we had an above-average congregation. Now, women typically live longer than men, so keep that in mind. I've been told since I've been doing this preaching thing that I'm an average preacher, so I'm guessing I've got 78 years right on the money. So, 78 years of life means that I have 28,647 days from the time I was born until the time I die. ConvertUnits.com will let you know how many of those days you've already used up and how many of those days you have left. So for me, I have used up 19,318 days. I only have 9,329 days left. Where did the time go? I can remember when I was playing pickup basketball as a teenager at Martin Methodist College, and uh, I was playing in this one game, and I was playing with a bunch of old people. And by old people, I mean people in their late 20s and early 30s. But as a teenager, looking at those 29, 30, 31-year-old people, I thought, they are so old. And I remember thinking that 30 seems like an eternity away for me. And then all of a sudden, I blinked, and I was 30. And then I blinked again, and I was 40. And then I blinked again, and I was 50. And I wonder, where did the time go? I believe one of the points that the psalmist is trying to make in our scripture lesson this morning is that life is short. Life is really short. To quote the great theologian Ferris Bueller, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. So what is it that the psalmist is asking us to do? How is it that we are supposed to respond? I think that the psalmist, it could be summed up in what he said in that you and I should count our days and you and I should make our days count. You and I should count our days, you and I should make our days count. Now, the psalmist, to try to help us to realize this and to grasp this, begins the psalm by saying that God's been around for a minute. I mean, before the mountains were ever formed, before the earth and the world itself was formed, the psalmist says that God was. There has never been a time when God was not. It blows our mind, but that's what the psalmist is saying. And since God has always been, God is abiding, God is enduring, and God is eternal. And God can be trusted with the lives that we have. And so that's the first thing that the psalmist wants us to know is that that, that God has been around forever. And then comparatively, our span of life isn't that much. In fact, the psalmist essentially says that you and I on average are given 70 to 80 years of life and that our 78.56 years of life is like yesterday to God. That, that's how brief the time is of our lives compared to the lives of God. It's a barely a blip on the radar screen. Now, that may be depressing to you. That may make you go home and say, oh, I don't want to look at convertunits.com to find out how many years I got left. But the psalmist is not doing this as a way to depress us. The psalmist is helping us to recognize this reality as a way of encouraging us. Because if you and I don't know how brief, and how frail human life really is, then we will never begin to grasp how important every single breath that we've been given really is. The only way to truly appreciate life is to know that it's going to end at some point here on this side of eternity. And so you probably know people in your life that have gone through like tragic events or circumstances or maybe a serious illness and they've come out on the other side of it. And one of the things that they are often saying is that I'm never going to take life for granted again. I'm going to try with whatever time I've got left to live life to the fullest, to savor it, to seize the moment, to seize the day, to do things that I've always wanted to do and that I've never had a chance to do. You've heard a lot of people say that. You've even seen it in the news in the past few weeks. Do you remember that woman from Chicago, Miss Hoffler, or whatever her name was, 104 years old? She wanted to be the oldest woman to ever skydive. So this woman shows up, she parks her walker next to the plane, she boards the plane, she goes up 13,500 feet. And she says, Geronimo, Geronimo, let's go. And she jumped out of that plane. And she took seven seconds to go all the way down. And a week later, she died. But she said when she got down to the ground after she jumped out of that plane, next I'm going to ride a hot air balloon. I've never done that. She realized that life is short, life is precious. If you want to do something and you've never done it, you better do it today. You better count your days, and you better make your days count. There's also the story of a man, I wrote it here, Helen and Kenneth Falumely. They were married for 70 years. They never spent a night apart from one another their entire 70 years of marriage. In fact, one time they came dangerously close. They were on a ferry. There was only one bunk bed left, and they decided to share that bunk bed so that they could spend the night together so that they would not have to be separated Every single morning, this couple got up together, sat down at the breakfast table, and held hands together while they ate breakfast. Miss Fulhamley died at 92 years of age. Kenneth picked up the phone, called his kids, and said, Your mama just died, and within 24 hours, Kenneth died at the age of 93 They took advantage of every second that they'd been given. They counted their days, and they made their days count. That's what the psalmist, I think, is trying to encourage us to do. And if we don't realize how frail and brief life is, we may be tempted to not think about how to use this life. I remember when my dad was dying one time, I asked him uh, as he was death was nearing, I said, Dad, what's it like living knowing that you're going to die? And my dad looked at me and said, what's it like living acting like you're not? Every single one of us has been given just a brief span of time here on this life. We are supposed to count those days and we are supposed to make those days count. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't say to you that I think that the psalmist is talking about how you should count your days and make your days count. He's not just talking about jumping out of airplanes. He's not just talking about sharing a bunk bed or holding hands at breakfast for 70 years. All of those stuff's wonderful. It's it's, it's a great thing to try to set some goals for what you want to do in this life. But I think the psalmist is particularly interested in making sure that we realize in this brief and frail life that has been entrusted to us that we need to do everything that we can to stay in love with God, to have a deep and abiding relationship with God, to seek God's will and God's purpose for our lives. I think we do that in a number of ways. We, we do that when we, when we study the Scriptures. We do that when we pray. We do that when we gather together in Christian community and worship. We do that when we think about what kind of spiritual legacy we want to leave long after we're gone. But the psalmist wants us to make sure that we're counting our days and making our days count as it relates to our relationship with God our Creator. And so this morning, I want to leave you with this. How are we doing in reflecting God's love? How are we doing in preserving and preparing a spiritual legacy that will live on after us? Because I think that's the best indication of how well we're doing in counting our days and making our days count